This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Hello, my friend, Karen. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Do you have anything to share? Concerns? Anecdotes? Well, I'm... uh, No anecdotes. I'm fascinated by your hair. Yeah, it's It's now... It's like it goes... It went out for a while. Mm-hmm. Now it's coming back in. I got a little haircut. Oh, well, that uh, would explain it. But it was funny. The The guy I went to uh, has a very fancy uh, establishment. I went because he has very ornate, large silver mirrors. That's why okay. I chose him. And he's a block away. But he kind of refused to cut my hair. He's like, no, oh. it's so... Uh, curly and big. Let's just and at the end there was just a few hair shavings on the floor. He didn't do much. So he just kind of shaped it. Yeah, he gave it a yeah. little. Got it. Yeah, I like it. He made it symmetrical because my my hair does grow large in the uh, fourth quadrant here on the left. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's so. With, did, that's the and he gave me bangs. I kind of have bangs. Fun. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. You can't. Because it's summertime. I guess they're little summertime bangs. I uh, And then I'm not, oh, I might as well just tell you everything. I bought a straightening iron, a flattening iron. Uh, okay. Because I thought maybe I could flatten them and have for comedic per- purposes or maybe no. some character. I w- just no, some please. straight bang. I want to do a face frame. I was looking no. at these pictures and Noel Fielding. Look me in the eye right now. I'm telling you. Karen. Person to person. I promise I won't straighten my bangs and not straighten <laughs> the rest of my hair. No, no, no. The whole option is off the table. Comedic hair, concept hair for comedy purposes is off the table. It's concept. You don't need it. It's a crutch. 
Please don't do it. I I wanted it. uh, All comedy aside and and to, I believe, a detriment to my commercial acting career, I just wanted hair like Noel Fielding from Mighty Boosh. I I cut out some pictures. (laughs) No. I I put them in a little collage on my iPad. I presented them to this hairstylist. And uh, he basically said, I don't have the right hair for that hairstyle. Then then he he got my call. Then yeah. everything's going exactly as I planned. That explains. He was gone for 15 <laughs> minutes right at yep. the beginning of the haircut, screaming at the to top of his lungs. And now I right? know why he, you were, <laughs> we were on the fighting. Phone. And I said, God damn you. Don't you dare. Yeah. I, I just think that what you're doing already is enough because it's your real hair and you're doing what you want with it. But if once you start getting into manipulating your real hair, I think the effort when I'm watching a person on stage that's putting a lot of effort into their um, into what they look like, it's distracting to their words and their personality. And then after a while, I don't care because I think this person cares too much and right. is trying to control what I think. So they automatically go into the hate column. So I should and not only hate. I should not even bring up the series of headbands that I have purchased. <laughs> Well, if we do talk headbands, we need to introduce our guest so that she can weigh in because I know Ooh, she'll have something. Uh, by to the say. way, has a nice transition from uh, that's that's what I wanted. Some kind of bangs here, and then it tapers off into the side long hair. That looks nice. This always happens when we see other people with good haircuts. We say, "Well, then that's what I want," without considering who we are, I, and I, that is. Erasure of self. I and love, we have to get into this topic. I'm looking at Emily right now. I know we're not <laughs> supposed to say a guest's name before we introduce her, but that's a nice bang to side yeah, hair taper. I literally cut- have already taken a picture of Emily's hair to bring to yeah. my hairdresser so that I can say, please, can we somehow aim toward well, this? Well, be eventually. sure to bring a, a picture of her covering her face because she's trying so hard <laughs> to not make a noise because she's a professional. <laughs> and that's not all. She's a, an amazing. I want. I'm excited to see Emily do stand up again. There's a lot of people yes. I want to see stand up again, but on top of that, she's a very, I think, amazing actor. I'm, I'm specifying it. Oh, everyone thinks she's an amazing actor. Yes, you're not alone. You're and, not alone. Uh, she was in that Freeway to Hell thing with me. Yeah. That's on YouTube, and she's very good in it. And we're great together. Everyone, put your hands together for Emily Maya Mills. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Your bangs are hot for summer. That really got me. Yeah, they, they are. are. They, they are, are looking they're hot. Just, the, <laughs> they a were never. bang for summer. Look, now just they're a... just. Look, that's fine now. They were yes. too long. See, they, they're hardly bangs now. They're more. They're very, uh, they're very flirty fun. And Karen, you were describing something um, that I feel about uh, just good looking people in general. I, uh, I, no, thank you. You know, can't trust, they, can't trust them. Doing stand up? Just in general. No, just can't trust them. They had it too easy. As Karen's <laughs> he, character, I just doubt it very much. When you meet a, a very good looking person who also is, you know, solid of character, I'm like, wow, that. Yeah. Now I'm blown away. You know what I think every time? Single mother. And or because I'm thinking of good looking men. When, when you meet a mm-hmm. good looking man that doesn't immediately oppress you spiritually, <laughs> then you go, how did this happen? Right. And then you find out single mother yeah. almost every time. Right. Right. Really? Yeah. Or uh, or older sisters, sometimes yeah. multi- or multiple sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm or guilty of those. Some kind two. of abuse. 
Yeah. yeah. Some kind of Or maybe a, a child of a missionary grew up in, uh, right. in a country with people who didn't didn't have all of the first Not world mares. amenities, but actually understood what love really was oh, yes. at an early age. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. At the, at the very least, latchkey. Latchkey. Yeah. Yep. Yes, I, that's another one. What mm -hmm. does that mean, by the way? Because for me, when I was young and I was coming home and I actually literally had a house key on a necklace mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. I wouldn't lose it. We didn't even have one. I had to crawl in through the window. <laughs> <laughs> so someone... Latchkey one-upmanship is what that was, so everybody. Someone was home, but you still had to uh, open a locked door? <laughs> Mom, let me in! No, you get in on your own. You're and a you let... learn to be self-sufficient like the beautiful people. Yeah, right. we're right. trying to make you interesting during auditions. You unlock that door. <laughs> that made it. That made it. Yep, drive the bus, too. Uh, I was sent on the, like, Muni to school when I was nine. Oh, um, shit. Yep. In the city? In the or city. from In the out. city. From, wow. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you know, and you just kind of figure... At the time, I was like, oh, this is what age you get on the bus by yourself. And then in retrospect, you're like, mm, <laughs> that was. And that was a little early. Yeah, what a age? A nine-year-old. Yeah. What yep. age? Nine. Nine? nine. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. On the... Yeah, like the... The Muni, the old Muni. And it, because it was like, I remember the first day I did it, my, the bus stopped at a little liquor store and, and <laughs> stopped outside there for a really long time. And I didn't know what to do. So I kept getting up and sitting down and getting up and sitting down. Could have gotten off, didn't know where to go, no phones. And then <laughs> turned out later, I told my dad and he said, I said, the bus stopped for a really long time. He goes, yeah. Driver got off and went and got breakfast. I was behind you. <laughs> behind me but didn't intervene which is weird because it was never going to repeat it so the issue would never repeat but he didn't intervene he just kind of watched yeah. the wild take its course i want to know why your dad assumed breakfast was being had at the liquor store <laughs> <laughs> he was having it in old milwaukee for breakfast yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just a deli. bloody mary sweetie <laughs> it was like the kind that comes the club cocktail that comes all together yes yeah. Yep. Chunky. Oh my god. But so you were being observed without he you didn't know that your dad was following the bus. No. He was just making sure, but basically they were saying you got to learn how to do this. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. I think I also had a job in 4th grade, you know. Like I took three buses <laughs> to get there and got paid on payroll. <laughs> yes. Payroll. Wait, what, what did you do? Well, it was I I don't know how real a job it was, but I worked for a for a design firm, uh, just kind of organizing <laughs> their shelves and answering the phones, organizing the swatches. It was just kind of to keep me out of trouble. It was like my mom didn't know what to do with me. She was working. Yeah. I think it was that kind of thing. What did she do? She was a very ballsy corporate architect for Pacific Gas and Electric. Wow. Cool. Yeah. 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 She was one of 3% of her graduating classes female and you know at that time so you know she was often uh staying late at work suing a motherfucker here you know here and there for i i have some bits about that which i do thoroughly enjoy because when you're a kid you're like i just want a skirt to cry into and she's like pantsuits only get off you know i gotta are you gonna be home for dinner no i'm gonna be working are you gonna be home after that no i'm gonna be suing motherfuckers because i gotta you know <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta pave this way and it's true like at the time i was so bummed out but in retrospect i'm like she we needed her to do that it was actually yes. all 100 necessary 
That's same. My mom was the same. I would think we all are latchkey kids. And my mm-hmm. mom was the same way where sometimes I would take a nap. So my dad was a fireman. So he would be home three or four days a week. And then, but my mom worked every day, um, every weekday. So there were times where sometimes like maybe if I was sick or whatever, I would take a nap with my dad and then sleep. And then my, I would wake up and my mom would be home and she would like have all her work clothes on and, you know, come in with her drink and be like, Oh, you still sleep. Like that's one of my earliest memories is my mom coming in like at nighttime to say hi. And everybody else's mom, because we live, you know, like this small farm town where everybody else's mom was like lined up in their station wagon. And that just kind of, and I was bitter Mm-hmm. about it for a while because i was like you're supposed to be marion cunningham mm-hmm. and then when once i got into high school i was like oh no this is best yeah. case scenario yeah i was given some tools that i don't mm-hmm. think other people had mm-hmm. i still exactly. I'm, i still am only hearing i took a nap with my dad i think that's pretty damn cute <laughs> so cute <laughs> we, the scene we, is adorable yeah yeah nap we dad. would my sister like it was when i was uh I guess in kindergarten, this memory is from kindergarten because I would get home from school before my sister. And so my dad would go pick me up and then we would watch um, Sesame Street until I fell asleep. And he liked Sesame Street as much as I did. Like he, it, he yeah. I came home one time when I was like in seventh grade, and my dad was wa- watching Sesame Street, and uh, the Cookie Monster was doing um, Alistair Cookie Monsterpiece Theater, and my dad was laughing his ass off. And I walked in, I was like, "Seriously, is this what you do while we're while we're at school?" And he's like, "I'm sorry, this is a good show. This is a good show." Yeah, they always had little Easter eggs for adults on that show. Yes. They still do. That's I did notice when i was a kid but you watch it now that's why they are the best it really is my have you ever seen them? A... oh no oh, i was, was just it... gonna say my dad kind of got into beverly hills 90210 in that way it was a strange time <laughs> yeah. <and> he was <laughs> like like an actual fan yeah it was so strange he's like you know <laughs> i mean sharon doherty's face is uh asymmetrical but if you look closely at the story you know it's like, it just like a weird <laughs> Weird critical observer of it. it was so my dad. He got into it. it. He got into it. Yeah, I don't know why. I just assumed, of course, if you're a little kid, you take naps with your dad. I don't know why. I just thought it was a cute. I'm a teenager and I'm sleeping next to my dad for some reason. That makes me. It's heartwarming. A lot of people think that idea is scary. I think it's terrific. It's well, terrific. I would love it's to have a-, a nap with my dad right now. <laughs> I miss my dad. I miss Most of the time, he's the one that wanted to take the nap. And it was just kind of like, no, no, you have to, because you're, you're a little kid. You have to take a nap. And then we just lay, lay down on their bed. And yeah. And, uh, Otherwise, and you're running around the house where there's knives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember how irritating it was to have to take naps when you were little? Ugh. I would get so mad. Like, I'm not tired and everybody else is still up. I think about I still, it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Refuse sleep hygiene. I refuse it for the same, just on principle, same thing. It's just like, you can't, I like my autonomy. It's the same reason I used to smoke. It's just like, I, I say. Yes, I choose to do this to myself. <laughs> yeah, you don't tell me when that God. <laughs> I actually, my sister has never smoked in her life and we were driving driving by someone who smoked and she goes why do people smoke like what is it about smoking and i go you do it to seem cool and you the first year you have to force yourself to do it Mm -hmm. because it feels terrible yeah and but then once you start getting that nicotine hit Mm -hmm. then then it's the addiction but Mm -hmm. in the beginning there's no reason to smoke Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. so unpleasant Mm -hmm. and so 
you gotta build up your ability to feel the depletion right then it's satisfying that's all it yes. is you're just creating you're basically the the need and if i you read the book a, <laughs> oh did you the one where I did you the book when yeah, it was an easy way to quit smoking yeah so, and yeah. and i i was totally onto it from the beginning where i was like this is just repetition this is just repetition but it is and it worked <laughs> yeah like, oh okay I mean, it's like uh, the same thing as a coal leader, you know, just repeating, just repeating the message, you know, build it in. Yeah. When I lived in Austin, I lived uh, I was near a hospital and I couldn't believe how many people uh, like nurses and people that worked in the medical industry would be out on smoke breaks. That always blew me away. Yeah. But it's because it's a high stress job and it's a little treat you give yourself. Mm-hmm. Like oh it's boy. that autonomy. You know, nobody hour. rules me. Yeah, rule yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave even social situations mm-hmm. and go be by myself. It mm-hmm. used to be a nice way to get out of bad conversations. I do miss that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot. I'm addicted to cigarettes. Although what you're saying <laughs> is so interesting right now, I have be to be right go. back. What uh, do we do now? How do we get? We just have to stay in them. I mean, it's been a year, so I don't know. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's been uh, it's been interesting to see people. T- I did an outdoor show uh, in a golf course recently and the audience, it seemed like it was going to be great. It was safe. People are on blankets and they wouldn't stop. They didn't know how to act. They were just talking to each other. They were overwhelmed with the fact that they were sitting near Outside. each other. Yeah. And yeah. It, it made for a terrible audience. And of course, they got drunk because yeah. it had been a while. Yeah. They were so, I did an outdoor show recently. And similarly, I was like, I, I, my first show out, I didn't know what I was going to say. And I, I said, I went like, so any marrieds here? You know, thinking <laughs> that's my... Marries, you know, I got some married married person stuff and connect with the people who had to, you know, gain a decade of marriage in a year from staying inside yeah, with yeah. one person all the time. <laughs> and uh, nobody, nobody hooped. There was not a single married. It was all single. I go, everybody single. They go, what? They were just all there to match you know, dicks and yep. butts and pussies and vagina. I mean, no, they just wanted, they just, <laughs> they, 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 we could have just made it an organized situation in which they could fit their junk into really? each other. Really? They were all trying to get, get their they Audis Because I, I even said that and they were like, ah! like, I mean, genuinely. It makes perfect sense because it's, that's what every concert, every night at a bar, any it's just an excuse for people to go and try to get back into the mix. Yes. Really is. Was, was yes. that beach people? No, this was Frogtown people. Oh, okay. Huh. I was blaming it on the ocean. The ocean, no. No, wow. Christian, my my husband Christian, you guys know him. Yes, he's, he's the best. Lovely, smart, funny person. He um <laughs> also handsome with a good personality. Yeah, so, he's good looking. You know, guy. Fig- and figure what, that one and out. why? Why? Um, all of the things we mentioned, I think. Okay. Not the single mom, but like, you know, uh, I think there was there was uh, severe trauma right around the time of his birth. You know, mom was it, there was just stuff going on. Nice sister. Um, no, yeah. there's just, older sister. You know. Nice older. Not, sister. not older. Oh, but. interesting. Uh, that must mean there was also some neglect. I don't know. Like I. <laughs> 
it's a perfect balance of things. You just have to right. little subtle exactly. abuses make for a great person. Exactly. You, yeah, exactly. You don't other get... people, other people's deep hurts make us feel so much better. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he's has the funniest line that I repeat. He's forgotten saying it that I repeat all the time about. He's like, one day he looks at me, he goes, God, I remember being in my twenties, and every day I would get ready and go outside, like. Maybe today my life will begin. <laughs> every, every time he got ready and left the house to go do anything, it was like, okay, maybe now it all starts uh, today. I'm yeah. going to go find out what it is. <laughs> I think I and still do only, that. No, every, every single person does it now. Everyone's right. like, D- anything, anything mm-hmm. besides Netflix, anything yes. besides pizza delivered to my door. Totally. Yes. I do it every day. I put on a three piece suit. I get in the car. I have no destination. <laughs> I'm like, let it starts today. And I just Let's kinda, do this. I just kind of <laughs> drive around downtown and look for parking. I came up. I'm up in uh, Petaluma. And um, as you can tell, my sister. Or as I like to call it sometimes, Temecula. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Making fun of myself there. Um, But I was going to say we had. So I came up for my niece's confirmation. And so then my dad had. It, like the party afterwards. So it was um, Adrian's family, our my sister's best friend all her life, and my cousin Stevie's family. And so there was 13 people there total. And it was, I was like breathless the entire time because I've truly been by myself in my house almost the entire quarantine, except for a couple times when like one or two people have come, come over. But for the most part, like I haven't been a gr- group scenario, um, but everybody had two shots and it was, and these are the people I've known my entire life. You know, it was at one point during dinner, somebody started crying um, like I'm so touched. And then everybody on our side of the table started crying oh my all, God. all at the same time. And everyone's like, Oh my God, what, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and it was just like, and everyone got kind of drunk and there was lots of like loud joke telling and really, really loud laughing. And I was just like, Oh my God. It's like, we're all trying to get it out. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like our big chance to like yeah. be human beings. And God, it was I love it. Amazing. I love it. it was, I, I can't think, wait. I think uh, it's going to be an interesting year. I'm excited. I'd yeah, love yeah. to hear that. Anyone that everyone's sort of on the verge of tears. That's a best case scenario. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. like that. Everything's elevated. Like you're feeling everything. My mom just did that with all of her college friends. Like she went. Oh, they wow. were all backed up, and they went to Virginia. They do it yearly. She was so upset that they didn't get to do it last year. And she's like, I mean, you know how moms are sometimes. Where like I surprised her on her birthday a couple weeks ago, and she was like so overwhelmed. All she could keep saying was like, "I'm so excited," you know, like she couldn't <laughs> register. She just could only say the words. Like her brain, her brain couldn't register. So it's that thing where you're like, and she goes, how long do I have you for? Like, I'm here now. So let's do like, absorb that part first before we yeah. talk about when I'm going to rob you of me, <laughs> which will be devastating, I'm sure. But uh, it's, that's what parents do. And so she had done that about about the Virginia trip where it was like, and I didn't get to go last year. And it's like, nobody went anywhere. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. she yeah. goes and I think they just had the most, it was like the most intense fun. It was like going to prom, but for like a week where they just were all every minute of it, every morsel, like, you know, every joke, every slice of cheese, every glass of wine. She was like, it was so 
fun. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was saying I, I want to start having parties at my house again, but I'm going to start having them with like in small groups. So yeah. it'll be small groups of well-chosen people so that if somebody gets super drunk and like barfs in front of everybody, it's all the other people there will be like, that's fine. We don't care. Yeah. And then yeah. you just kind of build it slowly so that everyone gets good at it. Yes. Crying, screaming, yeah. weird fighting, I you know, really you build it until it's like large party. And, and, and thank just... you for not saying that I would be the one vomiting. <laughs> I, I think, I think that it I'm... goes without saying. Yeah, it really, I don't know why I mentioned it. <laughs> Uh, You'll be at all, think... of, all of those parties doing that, whether you're invited or not. <laughs> oh, no. No, I've, I've been doing fine. Well, not. I, I, I bought a bottle last night. The point is, what a fun theme. What a fun theme for the party that is actually pretty uh, utilitarian to go like, hey, let's have a vaccination celebration party, Karen. Yeah, and no. then everyone as a practice for having this vaccination passport or whatever they have to bring their little card and then everyone's at ease like if that's yes. the theme of it even mm -hmm. though maybe a lot of people are doing it or it sounds having the card is that is that what we're gonna do i think like i, I have was it yeah. wondering about that i have yeah, it in yeah, my I mean, wallet like, I've, I've wear it, it right on your shirt i think we should wear it like laminates like backstage yep. passes yeah but yeah. then yeah you know that everyone around you no one's messing around yeah, I've even put little heart-shaped punches in mine just to suggest <laughs> that maybe I've had some boosters already. Or I'm getting a free sandwich. Free sandwich. Yeah, sure. free sandwich. <laughs> At Subway, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yes. you got it. Because I'm losing weight. No more big giant pants for me. <laughs> did, you, is... did you guys have... Uh, different shapes during the pandemic. I, I definitely was a few different shapes. I I was not one size this whole time. I was no. <laughs> I started. It's weird because I started in a panic. I'm like, well, I'm gonna turn my living room into a gym and do chin ups <laughs> and watch videos and do Pilates in my in my apartment and eat not eat meat i was doing pretty well and everyone else is like screw it i have nothing to do i'm gonna have a bottle of wine things that make sense and then the minute i see that society kind of getting back to normal and and thriving again that's when i'm like okay i'm gonna decide now to slow it down and start drinking again i have to mm -hmm. create my own obstacles i'm not mm -hmm, gonna let mm -hmm this uh virus do it so to you I, you and god you know yeah so i've gained a little i've i've yeah i've gotten back to normal but for a while boy and karen will attest to this i was ripped shredded no, it was like is that dave batista yeah. who am i podcasting with i would say it to him it's, yeah we it's are. weird because i was doing the opposite where right when it was like we are going into quarantine as a nation i was like this is so scary and odd and never it's like unprecedented. So I was like, whatever I want to do is fine because mm -hmm. I can't like I can't mm -hmm. live in that hell of, oh, but this, no, but that. So for the first six months, you know, as I was wiping down cereal boxes and doing all that crazy shit, I would just be like pizza and this and that, you know, it was like whatever it takes to get me through this thing. Mm -hmm. And then. You know, basically at the end of last year, I was like, you got to tighten this up because you're going to get you're going to be really unhappy. And then you're yeah. going to, you know, mm -hmm. like my thing is I never I'm so old and I don't 
like I'm I so resist like modern life where like everything is Instagram. Everything is get your picture taken. Everyone wants to constantly take a picture. And I'm so not used to it. So I'm always mm. like showing up at places like I can't tell you how many podcasts I've shown up to without makeup and like just out of the shower and then they're like oh this is video simulcast mm-hmm. yeah, or some 12. shit where you're just like how about you put that in the fucking email how <laughs> yeah, you yeah. warn a gal yeah. beforehand I, so that's mm-hmm. i'm yeah. with you um so you it's that I, yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. lots of uh lots and lots of photos where i was just like yeah i should have I should have thought that through. So then I was like, well, then now let's just rein this in a little bit so that by the time we reopen, Mm -hmm. it's not you haven't gone even further out than you already have. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't the problem is when you're just sitting at home. Like I can be good during the day, but then by nighttime, I'm like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. And I'm just (laughs) yeah, we turned (laughs) into 15 year olds during summer. I've just been a 15 year old during summer vacation Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. whole time. Trying to no, make yeah. my own rules. No yeah. rituals, no good habits. I know. I know. It's been bad. And I'm also like guilty of that in general in the world. Similarly, where I'm like, I just don't think in terms of the taking the picture. I can barely remember that people can see me most of the time. <laughs> like I I do. I really just like this. But how I work cognitively. I'm just not not looking at it from the outside. And now they really can't see you. So I'm like, you can't, there are no people to see you. So boy, I actually yeah. listened to you guys um, in preparation for today, <laughs> a previous podcast and Karen was talking about getting, having just showered. And I was like, you were talking about how you get the creepy feeling later in the day. And I was like, man, that really sounds like she showers every day. I, I now <laughs> I, I'm in a place of judgment about myself and I'm not even outside. <laughs> so it sounds like you've been at least getting in there. <laughs> On the regular in the, in the beginning i was not yeah me in too me beginning, too it was pretty bad <laughs> yeah and it's it a was, real hippie it was the kind of thing where i would go i would start feeling bad and then i would be like oh i know i can take a shower and it, it would be like it that was yes. the realization finally yes. that it was yeah. just like maybe do this more more often and you won't have to go through anything yeah yeah just yeah for that Start brief feeling of invigoration. But then you sh- wash your hair too much, you get dry scalp. Maybe that's just me. No, <laughs> I think we all we all have gone through. Also, I had people working on my house. So I was like, it wouldn't kill you to have some clean hair and mascara on when people show up at your house. That wouldn't be bad. How about that? That's good. Some, see, you started trickling in the outside world before as a little practice, right? A little drip. Yes. yes. So you it's get all dolled isolation. up and then they just come in. Where's the... Uh, plumbing problem and don't even look at you but what about my hey i did some rouge some rouge i'm from the 40s is it mask a full face of makeup covered by a mask yeah still good practice good practice do uh emily do do you yeah do you and christian go do your separate things so you you make sure that you don't you aren't in each other's face too much well, we uh, we by the nature of the fact that I was doing an uh, an MFA like a psycho that I just finished um, this week, so I was like not. Oh my yeah, therapist. you went back to school. I did. I went back to Whoa. school. Remember, you were in the damn thing we shot, and then yeah, I, yeah, I just recently had to cut like a real a directing reel and. An acting reel today separately that for something else, and you're on both of them. I so. gotta see it. I never, I never you. saw it. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> see it. 
It's so cute. It was it's fun. So it was cute. almost like dramatic acting. I felt like I was actually. It was, well, it was a it was a genre exercise, and it was French New Wave. So French they New Wave. Like, yeah, it was yeah. so silly. It was like really dumb. <laughs> no, it was I loved one, it. Wonderful. It was that so was a so fun day. Cute. Your MFA was for directing. Yes. Amazing. That's yeah. great. It was great. No, it was great. It was great. And so it was like crazy. The pandemic was actually pretty crazy because it was nonstop. I never, I felt like I never like got up from my chair or, you know, just 12, oh, somehow managed to have 12 hour days all the time anyway. And it was, uh, I guess uh, it, the fact that I didn't have to drive downtown to USC was good. That was yeah. from Burbank was like sort of killing me before that. And so that, Felt like it was going to give me my time back, but then there were other like, you know, jobby things and just kind of keeping. So I didn't, I was, I felt chained to my desk. And then he started this podcast that he's been, it's like this magnum opus. It's like this, it's narrative and it's a musical and it's like, it's incredibly engineered. And he's the only one making it. it should be 12 people. So as my therapist said, that she was like, hey, can't beat him, join him. Right. Meaning he finally figured out some way to be busier than I am and, uh, <laughs> we're just like out busying each other but I just finished so I'm like ready to go dive into a pool and an ocean and swim up a river and well, I'm ready down. to make a nice break go to a pool party at your house after come you invite over. me yay come I'll over. be there tomorrow <laughs> we get <laughs> I was so excited this is like where they I had a little bit of anxiety because I we get un whatever un, uncoveted we get fully vaxxed yeah. in two days because when like yeah. the the fourteen days over on Sunday of this week, but so the the film my final film that I made screens on Zoom tomorrow. So tomorrow the screens. So I was like maybe we can get away with a little having the crew over or something. And I got so overwhelmed by the idea that I just didn't. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'll be lucky to put pants on. <laughs> we'll get there one step at a time. That's right. We can't. You don't. You don't want to get the bends like. Quarantine bed suddenly, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. suddenly putting on pants all the yeah. time. Yeah, all easy. The time. Easy, 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 yeah. Easy on the way to the surface. Keep those large sundresses coming. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of a couch calf can. Yes. But but you know, seriously, have a pool party. Yeah, please. <laughs> so, so but, I mean, this is a, this is the question. Do you are, are you like where's your laminate? You know, how do you is it? Do you are you gonna have are you going to check on those? I mean, I want to not be worried at all. Yeah. I was so yes. worried for a year. Yeah. Right. And I think doing that as a theme, who cares how it makes anyone feel? It Once they're at a party and they know everyone has flashed their card, mm -hmm. it will be people trying to put their faces in other people's faces. Mm -hmm. Well, also, <laughs> don't you, I, when I got my second shot, uh, so sorry, you said you got yours, Emily, but you're then, just waiting for the quarantine time. Yeah, the 14 days come Sunday. Nice. Yeah, me nice. too. Me too, Sunday. Really? Yeah. We're Ooh. on target. <laughs> Chris is like, so Chris, I'll be, I'll be, just saying that. <laughs> get be, into your pool. <laughs> me too. It's weird. Around three o'clock, right when the sun is at its pinnacle. <laughs> I am also, it's so weird that right when I'm cleared, I'm, I'm going to buy new shorts. <laughs> new swim shorts. Oh, weird. Okay. In Burbank? In Burbank. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the CBS. Are shorts and more in Burbank? Yeah, yeah. Shorts, et cetera. I'm getting that some That big flippers. short store. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> the most popular short store in Burbank. Yeah. Everyone barn. goes to trunk barn. Yeah. The yeah. short barn. The short barn. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Be a bear. <laughs> but I was going to say, when I got my second shot, I said to the guy who gave it to me, first of all, I t- he gave it to me and then I turned to him and I went, it's over. And I don't really know what I meant. I just wanted, <laughs> I wanted it to be a drama. moment. Yes, yeah. Yes. I wanted, and he kind of just stared at me. But then I said, <laughs> so I shouldn't get this laminated, right? Because there's spaces for boosters and yeah. who knows in the future. And then he went, no, you're probably going to need to get, he goes, there's plastic sleeves. And I go, yeah, but where do I get one of those? And he goes, hold on. And he went and got me one. Oh. So, but personally i can't wait to show people that i yeah. have that thing mm-hmm. like i uh i just realized i didn't bring it with me on this trip though but <laughs> but like i was just thinking oh if i had a party what i'm gonna do is buy a box of those little sleeves yes. and be like here put this on and literally pin it to your shirt yeah yes. like how how comforting would that be to just be walking around a place yeah. where everybody had well, their while being incredible while being Visible. reminded well, of, my burger Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole. Can I try your macaroni salad fingers? Finger finger. I can't wait to share spit. I have a whole collection of them, so I can't wait to put my vaccine card and then also be reminded of South by Southwest 2005 or whatever. Like I have so many lanyards. Yes, yeah, lanyards. Because we, I had a birthday party for my friend. Remember the day last summer that was so hot it was like a hundred and. 13 in LA. It was like that crazy yes. yeah. short heat wave. Yes. And um my friend was gonna have my friend was throwing my friend his birthday party and it, they were gonna be it was gonna be social distanced in a park. And my friend called whose birthday was called me and goes, he didn't even really want to have the party. He was just like, he's, he was ultra quarantined, but he was like, can we move it to your house? And so we can be in that pool. Cause it's going to be 113. And I was oh, like, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it was, it truly was only like six people or six or eight people. I think we were all so freaked out. Like, cause it was yeah. July, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I just come back I, mm-hmm. or yeah, I was we were just... so freaked out. Like everyone was trying to be cash and everyone was like, we all got negative tests. But in our minds, we're like, that kind of doesn't matter if you right. did three things after that test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like or, you know, who knows what that actually means. Mm-hmm. So people were distanced. Some people had their masks on, but then they ended up taking them off. But they still were like everyone was just it was the worst I mean, it was great to be around human beings again, but mm-hmm. it was we were all so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So the idea of being able to do that and be like having that comfort back. Yeah. Like, for do it for real. For real, yes. Yes. And yeah. no questions. No like, I wonder if Mike <laughs> yes. nobody can trust Mike to pay Back-end. his bill, his phone bill. <laughs> like <what's, laughs> did he really or does he just want to be here? Whatever. That's that seems like that's the thing. So you do actually I I asked that because of the show I was doing um a couple weeks ago, like it was a show that was on a uh in a venue downtown on a roof and like something happened where the bar got kicked out of the building and so they didn't have a venue and so they came to they asked to come to spoke which is where we do a show and we'll be coming back and so it was sort of like this uh show transfer thing and then they and then i was asked to be on the show to promote our show you know it's just like a a nice unexpected early earlier than i thought doing a show outside and was 
um, managed by other people. So I, I had questions. I was like, well, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. You know, like, are all these, do you think all these people here are vaccinated? If you were to do a call and response, which I did, it sounded like a hundred percent of the people were, but it was p- kind of packed and like, People were just out and over it, right? Yeah. Yes. And so I asked somebody who was one of the hosts of the show, I was like, is this, um, what do you think is going to happen when it comes to like parties and stuff? Like, are we going to need to like show our car, you know, how will we know that everyone's vaccinated? And it sounds like it's exactly what you were saying. And I, I, that's what I was asking in the moment. Like, are we going to have to have like someone yeah. at the door? It checking? only makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to bring it with me. I've shown check, it to people check your ID unsolicited. Your I've shoved it in people's faces a couple times now. <laughs> I brought it. I did a show in, in San Diego and it was kind of like that, except the audience was, they really took care of the audience and took their temperature and they were all in tables far away from each other. But I was on stage and there was like a jazz band. It was like a jazz and music and comedy thing. And I... I, right away, I went up to the mic. I'm like, this is the same mic as the other guy. Oh, right. I'm vaccinated. I don't have to worry. So is he. I We just oh, had a conversation wow. about there's a trombone there. I'm right near the spit valve. Like I was mm-hmm. so paranoid about mm-hmm. everything. But it was we were the, still but, wiping down the mic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I maybe I should have brought my own well, mic wipes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was so just as a side note, doing stand-up with a band, I, I got into reggae and they played perfect reggae music and then they did some lounge. I felt like a cruise ship entertainer. It was the best feeling. I felt like a kid again. I just... And the audience was so excited. And there was people looking... For, it was downtown, people looking out windows, people in the street watching that something was happening and you could yes. just tell everyone was so excited and I realized... Uh, while being scared of the microphone that like, oh, we are about to enter a very fun time for stand up. I'm like yeah. so excited about it. Yeah. 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 It was the yeah. best time I've ever had. I felt like I had just started comedy again. I felt like I was 24. Well, yeah. I think audiences are going that hopefully like, you know, that thing in L.A. audiences where people are like, I'm an expert and I'm I know comedy best and I'm here to I'm only here for the best jokes or whatever. Yeah. I just feel like those days are over because people are just like, I'm here. The yes. End. Yeah. Yes. Be a person. That's yeah. I mean, I, I always used to say like people would shit on flappers. And I'm like, I love flappers. Because I love flappers. Go, There's people. It's like yeah. you just drive over the hill and you get Americans <laughs> go, yeah. go to a job and go out to the right. steam afterwards. Will be in Indiana or something. Right. Yeah, I right. agree. I like it. There. Yeah, I love people that. who are and, up for it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I would say like I like that thing that we've missed about not only human contact but performing that that whatever energy between audience and performer that is only created live in stand-up, right? Because it can't be done on Zoom, obviously, yeah. now. And studying, you know, film or whatever and making all these movies, it's like, man, why didn't I start doing that earlier? Well, I was addicted to live performance. Yeah. There was nothing that beat it. I mean, I probably should have started trying to figure out how to make things for posterity sooner, but that was not what I cared about at the, you know, I was absolutely addicted to the thing that can only be created between an audience and a performer in the moment. It's like, there's nothing like it. There's nothing, there's nothing better. And I think, you know, for myself as a person who I honestly thought 
that that kind of performing like I would do stand up here and there around L.A. in different ways. But I thought that like I wouldn't that I just kind of wouldn't be doing that again. And because of live podcasts, the kinds of shows me in Georgia have yeah. been able to do mm. like it. It's like it's like Christmas every night Yes, in that way where you have an audience that absolutely wants to like there's no winning anybody over it. They're already there with you. Every time I walk on stage at those shows, it's truly like I won the lottery mm. over and over again. And it's so I realized like I've done a lots of other things that have been exciting and cool or whatever. But this is the shit I started. This is what I'm in it for. Yeah. And this feeling of being able to be on stage and make a very large group of people laugh at one time mm. that there's nothing like that. There's yeah. just it's the best high of mm -hmm. all of all the highs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I told myself it didn't matter to me at the beginning. I think I did a good job of forgetting about it. And then, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you had to. I once <laughs> I did that. Yeah. If it if if we were to get another India like wave of a, some whatever, some it's not going to happen. But if that were to, I would really be bummed out because I just had a taste of it at that show in San Diego. That yeah, Rift yeah. City show. It was so. Fun. I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't felt this happy from anything from uh, Shit's Creek or making dollhouses or golfing or skateboarding. Everything that's gotten <laughs> While me through. watching Shit's Creek. Yeah. Oh, I do it all. I golf. Wait, are you the star of Shit's Creek? <laughs> yeah, I do. I watch I it. Know that. I, I hit golf balls at the screen. My TV looks terrible <laughs> or, or just everything I've gotten into that I'm like, oh, this makes me happy. This is what normal people do. I'm, I, <laughs> right. I've done okay. I've felt, but now I'm I'm fucked because I really. Remember. The other night, I'm still high from it. I afterwards, I like couldn't sleep. I stayed up in bed. I mm. felt like a kid again. I it mm -hmm. felt like Christmas. I just mm. yeah. So yeah, good. I can't it's wait. I can't wait. We're we're coming up on good times. I think. Well, you both have to come do the Frogtown show. It's um, Riverside. Oh, yeah. and I always think of it like. I always think of it as a bit of a ferry or a love boat cruising along the river because it's right there. So that's, yeah. the, that's the vibe that it has. We're on the deck of some kind of steamer or something. So, we do. On I, the I, Sorry. It is. It's on the river. Oh. No, yeah, it's, not, I worked it's not on a, a boat, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I worked in a building that was basically across the street from there. Yes. And when we worked on Portlandia that season, it was just like right there. And we went over one day just to be like, what is this? And I was like, oh, my God, they do that comedy. I didn't realize it was your show, but I knew they did a comedy show there. Mm -hmm. um, and it's I love that neighborhood. It's, it's it really cool. Magical. It's so mm -hmm. magical. I mean, that experience, too, that was always really fantastic. We were there in like uh, in that area at another spot, just in the backyard of like a little store and that too, but we were kind of under the freeway. It was not nearly as sexy, but it was still so something very magical about like we, we started that show in the inner sanctum at the UCB sunset. And like, I think it wasn't that that wasn't good. It was just something about it where we really wanted to get to a neighborhood, like yeah. to the people. And that's yeah. immediately what happened was that show was always like kind of a banger because it was people were realized they like could walk out of their house and go oh, really neighborhood people were Yeah, it was it's so good. Like that neighborhood. I actually now think people kind of ship in for that show. But it yeah. the way that it built up was really just people were like I can I can go walk out of my house and have an go have dinner and then go over here and have an experience. It was so cute. Oh. Yeah. 
I love it. You know what I was thinking of? This is not related to live performance, but I did have this very strong fantasy because right before um, the quarantine started, Bridger Weiniger and I went to, there's a pizza place in Atwater that was kind of newer. I think it's a, I think it's called like Diane's or something. And it like inside, it looks very seventies inside. It's very San Francisco in the seventies. I was like, it, it just reminded me of just a certain vibe. And we went there on a night where it was packed. And I remember, and we were like, just got this table and kind of got in and there was tons of people. And that would be my like mid quarantine fantasy where I'd be like, what if I was at that pizza place again? Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. and it was not, the, mm-hmm. I mean, the food was great. Everything was great, but it wasn't that. It was being in a la- a restaurant where people were, it was so packed. It was loud mm-hmm. and it was casual because it was like pizza. Mm-hmm. Like the, the whole experience where I was fantasizing about shit that I took so for granted yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's that piece too. People are coming, not just enjoying themselves, but I think having that kind of like, Oh, this isn't, we could lose all of this at any point. And Mm -hmm. people, even the most superficial, even the most beautiful people um, (laughs) are probably having even slight realizations about that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. in ways that we, yeah, we didn't know it could be taken away. That's That's the other thing. Even Mm -hmm. beautiful people are so lonely. They're talking to inanimate objects. (laughs) It's an even playing field. Yeah, it's a equalizer. We have to, to, I guess we all have something against beautiful people, but they are like, oh my God, I can't. They just fuck the curve for the rest of us. Yeah, Yeah, and I can't, I will never again yell, can everyone be quiet in here? I'm trying to eat pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for Just like the sound of people socializing. Yeah. You know, the sound of like, you know, and of course there's a piece, the comic in me who needs the attention is like, I want to be up above those people, making them listen to me. But I also, I also do really like being in those people. Yeah, I want to go to concerts. That piece is good too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to go to concerts so bad. I want to see me. I took it for granted ever since August Austin, where they shove live music down your throat, it's like such a big, and I loved it. And I, but here I never did go to live shows, or I did occasionally here in Echo Park since I moved here. But I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to live music every week. I really am, yeah. and mm. I'm gonna be excited when I'm in a restaurant and I'm trying to <laughs> take a bite and someone bumps my elbow. I'm yes, like, all the thank you bump yeah. into me. I can't wait. <laughs> Elbow. Ow, you stepped on my foot. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be happy to never be good at dismounting from a conversation as I was before. I'll still be bad at it, but I'll love it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone will be bad, you know, <laughs> which is, I think, has always been true. I love the idea of social anxiety, which we all have, and whatever various insecurities that we all have. But now, truly, I feel like, like, uh, during quarantine, I would regret, I would think about all the parties I would blow off. Mm-hmm. And the reasons I would blow them off is like, I don't have a good shirt. Don't feel this. I feel bad about there that. There might or be a camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I don't have enough eyeliner on. But now I have that thing where it's just like, everyone gained weight in quarantine Mm -hmm. everyone's desperate everyone wants to socialize like there is a there's a great evening of all of this yes you know whatever that evening of the playing field yes not not nighttime yeah evening evening i'm saying it yes evening out yes 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 i mean where it's like we all have social anxiety now Mm -hmm. even if you're the most confident tall beautiful person in the world 
you're fucked up. You don't know how to make small talk anymore. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. love that we yeah. all realize. We, yeah, we can feel. Uh, uh, you know, sorry for these beautiful people. Finally, <laughs> I know. I, I'm going to walk up to beautiful people. It's harder. Yes. It's I'm going to walk up and contrast. say, I pity you. Yeah. I pity you, sir. You oh, lost Here's my everything. phone number. Call me. You lost everything <laughs> during start, this. Yeah. Start grabbing Ooh, the bat yeah, right It's a good way top. to meet some hotties. Right? Yeah. Yes. Get, get super condescending of like, I know this is harder for you. Call me anytime. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, yes. This, you weren't used to being a chrysalis. You were always a butterfly. So, yeah. But yeah. that uh, hurt. But that hurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, give me a call because I'm in my pupa stage and then they'd be like uh, it's been too long I don't know what that means <laughs> oh my god I was like in the beginning like I, I same thing where like one of the first films I made in school was a like a from a stand-up joke I ha- had about my social anxiety so it was a film about a woman who hates parties was sort of I used to be like that's my love oh, letter really? to people who hate parties yeah and then I never really like put it out anywhere and then it was quarantine I was like god Remember when I made that movie about people who hate parties that will never yeah. be relevant again? I guess I'll just <laughs> sit on that. And my friend Ali, who was in it, was like, ah, but just put it out as historic fiction. <laughs> yes. remember, remember when you could hate parties? <laughs> yes. That's it's anachronistic memory. now. It's yes. like, oh, yes, the time before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to even have a party. I'm going to have my two year late housewarming party. Yes. Do it. Yeah. Please, it's all packed in there. Yeah, yeah. How fast yeah. do you think we can get it? Like, My place. I mean, sardines. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking five people for room per room. I got like basically. Five rooms It might be weird for people to just hang out in my bedroom. But yeah, 15, 20. How about that bathroom? I can do 15, 20. The one person and they one has to be one has to be against the sink. The other one has to be literally sitting on the toilet. Oh, there's the shower. Okay. Yes. I can have 23 people over here. Yes. (laughs) And then like uh, every 15 minutes, you there's a buzzer and you yell rotate. And then kind of like a yeah. volleyball game, but in your house, everyone moves rooms. And everyone leaves freshly showered because we all forgot <laughs> how to do that. Everyone takes a shower. I have towels for everyone. You start in the kitchen. I'll have food there. Everyone has good. to watch their favorite program. Everyone has to go in the <laughs> bathroom and wash their stank ass. Does everybody- it's going to be great. Okay, I'll think of a title for my party. Okay. Uh, Karen, you have the uh, you have the vaccination party. And, I'll have a vaccination card party. And I'm sorry, but I've designated Emily to have the swim party where we <laughs> get it play uh, water Volleyball, polo. And, yeah, the she, pool, yes. there's a net and everything. It's so fun. That, I mean, yes. that's the last time Adult- I. Yes, Adult I hung out at a party. Pool, volleyball is and I get a push. I love pushing people into the pool when they don't know it's going <laughs> to happen. That's so fun because they're in shorts and they want to be mad. You but can just do it. Yeah, they don't oh, have a phone. Man. They're in shorts. We got to get in there. Yeah. I got to get in there. I spent like because of the way that the last year went down. I swear to you, I've been staring at that pool. The same way anybody who doesn't live here really. <laughs> be. Yeah, I mean, I've been in there like in the hot tub once or twice but like yeah. i had just been so so slammed that like this week i genuinely i've been dreaming about like how how do i how do i do it right do i put on roller skates and a kimono and like swan dive into the pool like i just really want to enter 
Do you have summer? roller skates? Yes. yes. You yes. should thing. all this aside. You should start roller skating. Yes, I haven't done that okay. either. I got them in mid-pandemic yeah. and couldn't even yeah. get out there. Yeah, so did my friend Suna. She got like brand new roller skates and she said she hasn't even used them. It's like, you gotta skate. Roller you skates. Instagram it. Instagram it and act like you did. I wouldn't That's be saying this if you got rollerblades. I'm a bit of a wheel snob. <laughs> well, I used to rollerblade and I used to go to... Wait, are, do you, what, what do you prefer? What's Skates. your number? Yeah, there's oh, little yeah. trucks, little okay. skateboard trucks on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Four yeah. wheels, four wheels down. It's, that's yes. the rule. Yeah. Christian has told me many times, he's like, it's surprisingly easy to make roller skates. I did it when I was a kid. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> it's true. I, yeah, I just saw a little tutorial. Yeah, I mean, as far as... You have to buy the actual hardware, but you right. can put them on any. any you want shoe. cowboy boot roller, roller skates, skates. <laughs> that are legitimate and aren't going to feel janky. You can do that. You can have mm -hmm. any footwear and turn it into a roller skate. That's an exciting thing to look forward to in the Karen, future. You incredible. like Skechers shape ups? That's a firm no. For me. <laughs> <laughs> All of this is horrifying. Karen, I was scared when I started skating again. I got padded shorts for my hip and I have a big square padded ass, but it it, it made me comfortable. You just get or put Charmin back there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I mean, I like I like a roller rink roller skating yeah, situation yeah. Yeah, for sure, too. but I don't street Roller skating yeah. to me seems like a bad idea. You're going to get hit by a car or something like you're going to hit a patch where there's weird gravel on mm -hmm. the street. It's it true. all seems like a recipe for falling down, which I yeah. think I'm just a tad too old to be risking. But at at the roller rink, it's a different thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Back in the I don't know. I feel like it was like the most 80s memory I have is my parents and all their friends, like right when they were about to hit 40s. So they were all like late 30s, early 40s, something like that. They had all gone to Golden Gate Park and rented roller skates and gone roller skating. And they were probably drinking. I don't know. But I just remember they all came back with broken bones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wrists. Broken wrists. I There's bet. like a split chin, broken wow. wrist. Because that's a cool thing in the park there. They kind of like in Venice Beach where you'll just there's disco and these unlikely characters that are really like figure skatingly good at roller skating. Yes. And, and yes. I remember when I was a kid going in Golden Gate Park and seeing that it was like a scene and still it is. Yeah. I love it. I love that that exists. And I don't know where else do they have a scene like that in Paris or whatever. I but they have one in Venice Beach and I and I think it's mimicking the one in San Francisco that mm. stood out so much to me when I was a kid seeing everyone roller skate. I'm like, there's grown ups spinning and twirling and doing pirouettes and stuff. It was so Getting cool down. to me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. dance, yeah, it's like dance skating, like disco yes. shit. Yeah. I yeah. Love yeah, it's so Sundays cool. when I was a kid, because we weren't, my parents were super hippies. Like we weren't, we didn't have no, any candy or anything, chocolate, nothing. It was like, uh, first, yeah, all carob, all lies, yeah, yeah, all the me time. Too. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with oh, you there. My first soda was like I was like in fourth grade and Green was, River. Uh, <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, I just remember getting. I got a diet caffeine free Coke. I was like, what? I mean, in retrospect, I'm like, what the fuck is that for? Who is that yeah, for? Yeah. <laughs> What? Who even is it? <laughs> what is it's the for point? Like a really, a really amped up lady that's on a diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much. She's like, I can't take it. <laughs> we used to go to um, 
to, so there was one fast food restaurant in the city of San Francisco growing up. It was McDonald's on Haight Street in Stanyon. <laughs> the only, where everyone did drugs in the bathroom. Everyone, yes, yes, uh, lots of those. And my, the only time we ever got to have it is if we did from my my house, which was in like the outer Richmond, kind of up by the Cliff House almost. Mm-hmm. We would ride bikes when they shut down Golden Gate Park. We ride bikes, children's playground, and get McDonald's. So that those Sundays, even though we rode like I want to say six miles round trip, uh, and the rest, the, getting home was all up like yeah. ninety <laughs> degree hills. Yeah, best memories of my life. McDonald's, roller skaters. <laughs> like there yeah. was like these insane slides at children's playground that were just straight up concrete and yeah. just cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Cardboard. Yes. <laughs> to go down concrete and it was a dream i mean oh, yes. we lost teeth it was great i want 70s i want to skate in san francisco now you just made me so excited the 70s in san francisco too i um i think i was watching the harvey milk documentary and um there was you know they show like when they were trying to go out and be like what are you doing we cannot let these lunatics pass these laws um about like you know there can't be gay teachers and all that crazy shit they were trying to do and of course it's a very moving it's a beautiful documentary it's a very important documentary but as i watched it i was just like it was blowing my mind i'm like these are all my childhood memories because it's like everything was orange and brown and yellow mm-hmm. and in san francisco there was just like these these looks that of like you know it's just so specific Mm -hmm. like 19th avenue Mm -hmm. and that gap you know like all those like those things that that warplane that was that was a park yes i I actually lost a tooth on that my brother broke a bone i think (laughs) yes everyone did it was super sharp and like open like uh there was rusty like exposed metal unfinished metal and you had to get in that plane yes it was a a jungle (laughs) gym it was just it was just like a bomber with like concrete poured inside of it and they're like there you go and there was maybe not yeah not even always sand underneath i I think the sand came later yeah (laughs) it used to just be like Chunks just, of cement. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, just grass or whatever. And then they're like, okay, I guess we should make this like more absorbent because they are yeah. all falling off of this <laughs> yes. constantly. It was a, a war plane for children to play on. Mm-hmm. Like that literally, it wasn't a concept thing someone made for <laughs> no. children to play on. Just, it was an, a retired war plane. They just poured concrete inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Many, many servicemen yeah. had died on. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so yep. crazy. So insane. My dad yeah. used to make um wood burn signs back in those early days, like when he was like between jobs before career kind of. He used to make those signs. And I remember my my nursery school, he used my hands for Lone Mountain Nursery School to like it's so such a specific like San Francisco also like sunset cycles, I think he did just like these little stores with those little yeah. wood burn star signs when you said orange so and he'd, brown. He'd heat up yeah. your hands and make you touch the wood. Yes, yes. Yeah. Nobody used my outline. And then yeah, it became yeah. a shirt. And the shirt was also very similar, like sunset with mountains oh, cool. and all orangey. And, and you were kids... like, those are my hands. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, said yeah. that. You know what they said? What, what, what do you think the kids said? Uh, no, it's not. No, they yeah. aren't. Exactly. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> exactly. They are, though. Look, it, they match. And then you realize you grew. It was five years later. No, exactly. shit. You're describing a, an experience verbatim. Or then when it was printed on the shirt, they were like, they, they don't, those are smaller than your hand. You know, like they couldn't conceive. Yeah. 
because my hand size was not the same size as the shirt print. And then you're like, let me stop you for a second. Why would this be a brag? What? Why would this? What kind of lie? Who would make up a lie this yeah. specific? Go with me. Yes. It's funny. Last I, night I, I did a show for uh, my hometown. There was like a it was a Missoula Gives thing. It, it was a fundraiser show and it was a Zoom show, but it was really fun. And then I noticed because I said there have to be there has to be people laughing in the room. And I recognized all the laughs as childhood friends of mine. So it was yes. a nice surprise. I'm like, that's Andy Chemist. That's Aaron Huffman. I knew her laugh and oh. whatever. But afterwards, they all called me and we were talking about that same thing. Like our our when I went home and everyone's like, get out of here because I had California plates. I was yelling I'm a Paxson Panther. I went to Paxson Elementary <laughs> just to get people from killing me because I thought I was bringing COVID there. And she was like, remember how you designed the T-shirt for uh, there was a little contest and I forgot about it. But the logo at the school was something I drew when I was a little fifth oh, grade or something. It was so a pan cute. we had to come up with the mascot. And I think I won. It was the Paxson Elementary School and we didn't have a mascot. I'm like, what about Panthers? Here's a cat. And then it was like on a T-shirt. So it was the same thing. If I I forgot that I did that. But if I saw someone like, I drew that Panther, they'd be like, <laughs> yes. shut up. A they did it. Our kid drew it. A child I, I was the kid. I'm just not a kid anymore. <laughs> let so, the kids have their glory. Chris. Yeah, as adults later in life. <laughs> let me have my when kid. It, when they need it most. Yeah, I took it for granted. <laughs> When um, I was a kid. Before I before I don't want to end this podcast without you guys talking about your movie that you made <laughs> because oh, and I, yeah. Emily I don't know if I told you if I told you this personally but when I watch this will you say what the what was it called again Well there Emily was in uh, Green Boy the Dragnet one which I you were so good as the old timey working girl at the, oh, yes. where they're so like yes. say, Oh, isn't it interesting when you come along when you need something or whatever you did that you do it better. Sorry, uh, but the big one, yeah, we did that freeway to hell, freeway to hell, yeah, freeway to hell, yeah, yeah. So freeway to hell is what I was talking about. And yeah. when I saw it, I didn't recognize you. Yeah. Your acting was so good. Yeah, <laughs> for real, I was blown away because I was like, "Who's this girl?" I knew everyone else in it, and oh I'm like, "Who's gosh. this girl?" And I didn't because you were doing that fifties. You were doing all kinds of stuff, and finally, I went, "That's fucking Emily." It was. Yeah. It blew my mind. Yeah, you're, Emily, such you're a good really actor. good thank in that. You. Yeah. You oh my gosh! I, thank you so much. I remember watching it, uh, just assuming. Well, it's kind of my thing. I'll, I assume I'll shine. And you were fucking so good that I'm oh felt, my God. I felt dumb in the scenes. I'm like, well, I'm just being myself. Emily's no. actually an actor. No, uh, you know, what's funny about that is that I, I studied the movie and the era because I didn't know what we were doing. So yeah, I was like, oh, let me, let me try to, I think that that's what we're doing. Let me try yeah. to like capture the essence of that. Sure. Lady. No, you were right to do that. That's also a reason you're a real actor. Yeah. I yeah. No reason. You nailed it. You really nailed it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's just, I love when you, uh, I feel like these days, well, or off times are, 
people that we know or or when you know people who are actors, it's just like, yeah, it's people being themselves or be, it's like I'm so confident and natural that I'm just going to be myself and in, in this situation. So when and when people don't do that and they're like, I'm going to be a character and have this outfit and this hairstyle, then you're like, oh, no, because it's like <laughs> a like ham- cornball over the top. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're putting yourself out there more. Yeah. But in that. Yeah. In that you had the hair, you had the thing. And then there was this character where I was just like, How, who'd they cast? Like, they got this girl. Oh, <laughs> and it took me forever to recognize you. That's it was just cool. Well, yeah, I feel it was like, really good. Thank you so much. That's yeah. so sweet. I feel like, um, I feel really, like everyone has to watch Freeway to Hell and, and watch Emily. And, so and I'm oh in it gosh. also. And it's, yeah, it's really, Chris is so, so funny. It's, and it's so it funny. So I fun. actually really think that I did watch it and think like you absolutely shine because you guys, you, this medium for you <laughs> is so such a perfect framing or right, a box pedestal or what you know a framing device for a mantle for you well, and what but, you do it's just incredible like it would it's be just fun so to do, funny uh, it episodically and maybe one day we will who knows but mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. it it's it is really fun to I don't know why we didn't run right back to it. And green screen last year would have been uh save the world. I, yeah. I that was it was like now's a perfect time to pitch this as a show because it's literally people in front of a green sheet. No Masterfully one else has done, to be by in the way. The, in the room. Yes. So well done. But we, if you watch the process, it's I mean what we did was in that studio and stuff, but the other ones were just in in Mike Up Church's living room. And I was like, really? This'll, he's, it, there'd just be a thing covered with green felt and a curtain behind me. But he's so good with the after effects uh, that so you can't even good. tell. Yeah. And yeah. It, it requires one person in a room. My mom talked about that a lot. I don't know if I told you that she just wouldn't. I mean, she saw that and it blew her mind. And oh, then, of wow, course, cool. When, oh, my gosh. She was just like. And then when COVID came around and I was trying to figure out what to do about my thesis because I had developed this thesis film that I was going to shoot. It was a muscle car road comedy. And COVID came. I couldn't get there was no I had a guy in New Mexico ready to trail out like three cars and do stunts and drive and everything. And it, so that was the, how far we were. We were like going to shoot late May last year oh wow so then in order to get out of school i had to figure out what i was gonna do instead because you need like a final project and kind of got l- lucky in some ways with like this thing that i pitched and won a budget at the school and then did this virtual thing that that we did differently but in the there was a moment of like trying to figure out what i was going to do with that thing and my mom was like <laughs> what about your friend you know <laughs> what about your friend who does all I'm sure there's a way. Like she's just like, oh my gosh, she is in That's love. That's great. With camp. Oh, she's man. a fan. I love getting Big the fan. approval of other people's parents when I did yes. when I was young. <laughs> I, I'll take it now. That's great. For real, yeah. there is something about winning winning over a different generation, like people who aren't immediately like hip or yeah. whatever, and they and they like it. Mm-hmm. It's big. That's yeah. a that's the ultimate compliment. Oh, I mm-hmm. want I want elderly people to like me. I I yeah. will always want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> when you can connect. It's like you're going to get it this summer, Chris. It's your summer to hook up with old people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pool party. Hot, splashy summer. Yeah. Don't hey, what's up, bad hip push? Right into the deep end. Let's see if you can still swim, Gramps. Oh, this I is- hope you like Fox News <laughs> because a- it's going to be on real loud in every room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, That's when I go view. to when I go to their parties. Yeah. Yes, we're, at their party. We're gonna watch Fox together. Emily, do you have well, any other wanna, plugs? I don't yeah, wanna yeah. end this. Well, one, I just don't want to end this podcast before we get a commitment from Karen that she will be attending this pool soiree. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, here's my we heard honestly, here, my folks. new thing is I'm going to all parties. I'm saying yes to life, all that kind of shit, because (laughs) my social life was terrible before quarantine. So you can imagine how a year and a half of not even even it was your choice, though. Yes, selfishly. (laughs) But I also it was that thing of like, I'm too tired. I'm too this. I'm too that. Like, I always had these reasons that I felt so justified. And then sitting home alone for a year, I was just like, yeah, I just made some mistakes. That wasn't that wasn't the way to do it. So, yes. If you're inviting, the answer is yes. Oh, for awesome. sure. Yeah. For well, sure. Yes. The for real. I cannot uh, wait. All, all yeah. podcasting right now aside, let's, I want to, can we? Can I? I, yes. I know it's my yes. idea. Make an immediate you a party. I don't have a pool. Otherwise, we'd have Of it. course. Okay, great. No, See you in your place. I, need, I might need help just like focusing my brain on how to approach it. That's all. So, yeah. Should we have you do a plug before you go? So sure, sure. We have you still. <laughs> Super. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would love to. Uh, the Frogtown show is going to be back second and fourth Saturdays moving forward um, starting May 22nd. So our first one back at Spoke Bicycle Cafe where um, Instagram or the Frogtown show LA and it's going to be super fun. I think Nicole Byers on that first show and I'll figure out who else, but you guys got to come ASAP. I mean, I can't wait. Chris, are you frozen or are you? And then <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> I and would then, like, yes. and I'm right. I mean, that's a, I'm, I, it's a bike ride away for me. I'll Come, drive my yeah, bike there. Yeah, no, it immediately hits you guys up for dates as soon as we hang up. And then, and then, and then I'm proud of this final movie that I made in quarantine. Kind of like we, uh, Airbnb, me and the actresses, we weren't allowed to do like any contact. So it was me and two actresses in Airbnb. We made a horror comedy called Boo Hag or Shadow Man. And it's not necessarily out. But if anybody wants to see what a movie that was made by three people locked in a house looks like, uh, DM me and I'll send you a link. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. I will be one of the people DMing. Well, it's like that I'm the one this comes witchy. out. Yes. Yes. Please. Monday. I can't wait to share. It's, there's a screening tomorrow DM night you on, on Zoom. Instagram. Yeah, Emily Maya Mills. Oh. I'm Emily Maya Mills wherever you go. <laughs> wherever you get your internet. Yeah. So no matter where no you matter see where. her, her name remains the same. <laughs> From no matter any, the venue. Exactly. Or the Vista Point. Yes. And I think that's yes. it. I'm excited for summer. <laughs> I'm excited for summer. I'm excited, excited for the half party naked, I made eating you. Half sandwiches that other people have eaten some of. I can't wait. I can't wait. Everything yes. has. Yes. <laughs> I want to stand next to some sweaty slices of cheese on yep. a table in the sun. And I want to get elbowed <laughs> while I'm putting one in my mouth. I can't yes. wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, it's yay. so good yes. to see you. 
It's yes, so thank good you to for see doing you. this with us. Oh my gosh, so yeah. good to see you both, and I can't wait to see your fleshy faces. Uh, can yeah, I cannot yeah. wait. Oh, trust hey. me, it's fleshier. <laughs> uh, and good, good to see like. you too, Karen. Uh, you, yes, you too, my friend. You've 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 been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D Y N A R A R. Are you leaving? Are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Uh, with Karen and Chris. <laughs> <laughs>